Peace and prosperity is my first salute to you. I'm Merton Clark, and welcome to the Word of Truth Revealed podcast. It is my desire to build you up, to increase your spiritual stamina and tenacity, to empower effectiveness and help you discover your purpose. Enjoy this vibrant and dynamic message. I'm always moved when I see uh, King David or anything that relates to him. As I shared with you, I came out of Psalm 119. Uh, Saw David writes over 175 verses as he relates to God in various ways. Psalm 119. I want to encourage you uh, to read it. It will take you about 15 minutes to read through the entire psalm. I go through the Bible at least once a year. This is my third time around uh, this year. A lot of downtime. So I've been able to, in my off time, to spend time with God. I've also increased my prayer time uh, with the Lord. And I say that to you not to brag about it, but I want to invoke you. Hopefully I can provoke you to godly jealousy. That you too will want to get with God. Get into his word. As your thoughts are washed in the word, your thoughts will change. And if your thoughts change, your attitude would change. Your concepts would change. And your desires will be fulfilled. They will actually become a living reality. And so I want your life to be a living reality. I want you to be a walking epistle. Holy Spirit wants you to be a living epistle. Living out in your life the very things that God has preordained in his word for you. Here we see the greatest king. He has not been endorsed yet. He has not been affirmed yet. He has not been placed on the throne yet. He's still running for his life, but his destiny is sure. But when he was in a, a young man, the Bible says uh, the prophet Samuel came to him while in his father's house and anointed him to be king. He anointed him to be king and was so anointed that after this anointing, glory to God, he was able to come against a giant called Goliath, go into the fog with nothing but a sling, a rock and a sling, and he comes back with the head of his enemy. One of the greatest uh, uh, defenses of the gospel, but at the same time, the greatest show of the power of God in, at work in a person's life is when he comes out of the fog, this young 17-year-old or 18-year-old holding the head of a giant with a trail of blood following him as he brings it back and rolls it in front of the king. Look what God did. And he has many feats, many, many feats. At one time, he was in the favor of the king. King loved him. He could play his harp and the demonic spirit that was uh, antagonizing the king had to go. The king gave him some, uh, some crazy feat to do to go and get 100 foreskin of Philistines. Actually, he hated David because he heard somebody screaming and praising God for David. Saul kills his thousands, but David kills his ten thousands. And the man allowed hatred to hit his heart. Uh, and he began to turn hate his heart against the young man. Trying to wipe him out, trying to snuff out the anointing. David not only went and got 100 foreskin, he got 200. 
Everything that God or that Saul put on this man to do, he doubled it. And he found favor with God. Everybody can see it. Even he found favor with the, son's ki the, the king's son named Jonathan. Who even prophesied and told David, I see something on your life. You will be king. The problem with Jonathan is once that revelation hit him, he should have forsook his father's house and joined with the new kingdom. But he was more blood tied than he was spiritually tied. And many of you are tied to bloodlines when you should be tied to the blood of Jesus. You're tied to denominations. When you should be tied to Jesus. You're tied to a previous move. When you should be tied to Jesus. You're tied to your past life. When you should be tied to Jesus. And that's why depression from your past life. Thinks it has a right to walk with you today. But I decree and declare that the affirmation in your life today. Is greater than the hell you came out of yesterday. Stand in the moment. Stand in the moment. If you stand in the moment, you will live, glory to God, in the victory that God has preordained for you this time. Though God used the young man in various ways and he did great things to the young man, he was not inoculated from trials. For here in 1 Samuel chapter 30, David finds himself fighting a battle that was not his and while he's fighting the scripture says that the Amalekites came to Ziglag and they destroyed it the first verse first verse says they burned it with fire and then in verse 3 David and his men came to the city they came to the city and behold it was burned with fire and their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken captive. But they were taken captive alive. Nobody was killed. And some of you are cry crying over what the enemy took. But you need to thank God that is not dead. Maybe your son or daughter hasn't been living right. But thank God that they're alive. And if they're alive, God can restore. Verse 4 said, then David and his people that were with him lifted up their voices and began to cry out. Now, it's one thing to hear a lady's cry, but here in verse 4, I wish I can give you the audible of it. They were screaming. They, they were tearing their clothes. You want to hurt a man, snatch his wife away. You want to go deeper, snatch his daughter out. You snatch his daughter out, you embarrass him. You snatch his son out, you take his legacy. Took all of their children away and their possessions and the men began to weep. I don't care how great a warrior you are. You can go through some things that will make you cry. You can get hurt in your heart so much that you can't worship. You got to, you got to go into the reservoir of your worship and the reservoir of your prayers and pull something out for the moment. Then in verse 5, David and his two wives, David's two wives were taken. I guess he had double love. So he had double sorrow. A lot of people like double, but when double is taken, you got double sorrow. Verse 6, and David was greatly distressed because his men 
were so grieved that they wanted to stone him. These are the men he trained, the men that he raised up, the men that he became captain over, the men that in the cave of Abdullah, they didn't have anything. They were broken, disgusted, and torn down, and he helped them to build themselves up. But they're hurting so bad now, they want to pick up stones and kill their leader. David had no one to turn to, so he had to reach deep down on the inside and encourage himself. And I don't know if David had the best family life uh, because when Samuel came to his daddy's house, David was the last one that was chosen. So I don't know, the Bible doesn't really talk about the son of Jesse and his relationship with David. There are many theories out there that there could have been some type of relationship and David was born from someone else. There's all kind of theories out there. But the Bible does not record a healthy family life for the young man. Yet he's made king of Israel. And I want you to know that you don't have the perfect, you don't have to have the perfect pedigree to be elevated in the kingdom. You don't have to come from the best stock. You don't have to have some type of pedigree. You don't have to have the best pedigree in the world or brag about what you did and what your parents did and think that gives you a license in the kingdom. All you need is Jesus. If Jesus puts his hands on you, if God selects you, if God says you're the one, it doesn't matter if the world is against you, God will elevate you. And that's why I'm thank God on this team. I don't have to be able to slam dunk. I just need a heart like a warrior. And if my heart is like a warrior, I go after God. God says, I can use you on my team. And God is selecting some motley crews up in here. Some people that never got selected for anything else. But God see the value in you. Nobody ever picked you for the dance. But God says, I'll dance with you. They, they never picked you for the team. But God says, I'll work with you. I'll affirm you. I see something inside of you. I see something inside of your life that's great. I see something that the world needs to taste. Glory to God. So taste and see through you. That the Lord is good. Glory to God. Be encouraged. Be encouraged. No matter what's going on. God will make it all right. Be encouraged. No matter what's going on. He will make it all right. I know I won't make it on the American Idol, and I know y'all not going to send me to Sunday's best, but I'll praise him anyway, glory to God, because he's been good to me. I don't need all of that. I just need to know when I sing, heaven and earth sings. When I give him praise, he inhabits the praises of his people. And to all of the folk who can't sing, sing anyway. There are more of us. Then there are them. <laughs> there are more of us that can't sing than those that can. So give him praise. Let's talk about the power of affirmation. My life, my potential, my destiny is sacred. And you should say that. My life. My potential and my destiny is sacred. Affirm yourself. 
Those of you that are on Facebook, you need to follow me right now because if you can't be here, you need to go to work and write these things down. You could do it right in the box. You need to write it down. Let it become a part of you that my life and my potential and my destiny is sacred. And if it's sacred, I got to protect it. If your key to your house is sacred, why would you just hang it on the outside of the door? So any thief can just come and snatch it. If it's sacred, it needs to be caretaken of. And if I give you a key, you need to be a caretaker of that key. Here's another one. I am made righteous through Jesus Christ, my Lord. So with Jesus, you're not a sinner. Through Jesus, you're not full of iniquity. Through Jesus, you've been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. And I'm made righteous in Christ. Here's another one. The light shines in me and through me to others. The light of God shines in me and through me to others. And if the light is shining in you, then protect the light and let it shine through you to others. And make sure that the light remains the same as it was when it started shining in you. In other words, walk in holiness so you won't pollute the light. Here's another one. The power of the Holy Spirit is flowing through me. This is David encouraging himself. The power of the Holy Spirit is flowing through me. I can't trust anybody else right now, but God, you've been too good to me. The power of the Holy Spirit is flowing. I don't know how we're going to recover it, but I just need you to give me the unction and we'll go after it. Say it with me. Love flows through me. Now, it's hard to say it because many of us are kind of clogged with some discontentment and we got attitude, but you need love to flow through you. And you need to start saying, love is flowing through me. Love is flowing through me. Yes, discontentment can flow through me and anger can flow through me, but I choose to allow the love of God to flow through me. The peace of God is guarding my heart. When my heart is overwhelmed, take me to the rock that's higher. Nobody else is around. I'm talking to God. When my heart is overwhelmed, take me to the rock that is higher than I am. And you need to be able to say that my heart, the peace of God is guarding my heart. Solomon said it like this. Guard your heart with all diligence for out of it flows the very issues of life. And then Paul said the peace of God guards. So Solomon gave us the understanding of how important the heart is. But Paul's epistle lets us know that it is the peace that guards. So deputize your peace. Put a badge on your peace. Give peace authority in your life to do its job. Which means, which means when worry comes in, you got to say peace. Take, do your job. When anxiety comes in, you got to say, peace, you stand at the vestibule and don't let worry come up in here. 
Here's another one. The divine nature of God is flowing in me. I am living because of that divine nature. Guess what? That means my divine nature is greater than my sinful nature. You do know you possess dual natures, right? Just because you got saved doesn't mean the sinful nature is gone. You got to crucify that thing daily. As long as you're in the body, it will jump up on you. It will shock you too. When I'm preaching here, but everybody's getting quiet now. Even those uh, in, the, in the virtual church, quiet. Because you know, last night the flesh was acting up. Some of you smooth with it, smooth with it, smooth with it, smooth with it. And you got to learn how to kick that to the curb and let the divine nature step up. You need to be able to say my divine nature is stronger than my sinful nature. David could have turned on his men and said, let me tell you something. If I kicked uh, Goliath to sleep, God will give me a lightning bolt and I'll knock all of you out too. And it could have been civil war in the camp. But David chose to encourage himself. I decree and declare that you are connected with an um, incredible abundance in Christ. You're connected to unlimited, incredible abundance in Christ Jesus. When there is no praise around you, I decree and declare that you're free to worship. You are free to praise. You're free to lift up holy hands and magnify his name. Write it down. My spirit is enlightened. My spirit is enlightened. Paul prayed it for the church at Ephesus that God would grant them the spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of Christ. That the eyes of your mind would be enlightened. And you would know why he saved you, the hope of your calling. This is what I do when I encourage myself. I allow the Holy Spirit of God to guard and guide me. Holy Spirit needs to guide you in everything you do. And actually, because of the light that's flowing through us, we can actually enlighten and encourage the people that are around us. Thank you, Lord. My soul is made healthy. In and by the word of God that's flowing through me. That's what you need to say. My soul is made healthy. In and by the word of God that's flowing through me. The word of the Lord came unto me saying, enlighten and affirm my people. So through this teaching, several things are going to take place. Several things. Are going to take place. Number one, you're going to be encouraged through the message. Encouraged. Courage has seeped out of you, but courage, but courage is coming back, and you will be filled with courage. And when courage comes back, you are encouraged. The discouragement will not 
take precedent. Courage is coming. Encouragement. Number two, you will be confirmed through this word. Say, I am confirmed. That means God is about to endorse you as authentic. It's going to make you classic. It's going to make you feel so classic. Don't be shy. You're going to feel classic. Now, the Lord gave me a specific word, and I share it here periodically. I was very concerned about my past when he called me into ministry and told me to come to this city. And I was talking to him about it in prayer. And he spoke to me and said, don't worry about your past. I, I don't worry about that. Just like this, don't worry about your past. He said, I will write it off or rub it out by signing my name in your future. And for those of you that are worried about your past, God says that this affirmation that's coming from the spirit of God right now is going to confirm you or endorse you. He will sign his name, his signature in your future. And when they see your God's name in your future, no devil in hell, nobody in the underworld, nobody in the earth can stop you from moving forward. If God is for us, who can be against us? Woo, thank you, God. I always love to have a good group of people that really support me. But what I've come to understand through the pandemic is that if God is for you, who can be against you? You may not be able to see the forces that are coming against you. But if God is for you, they have to stand in their tracks. If God is for you, they can only point at you. If God is for you, no weapon formed against you will prosper. And when the enemy comes against you, come up. And when the enemy comes against you, comma. And when the enemy comes against you, comma. Like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord lifts up a standard. We've got it wrong. We say when the enemy comes against us like a flood. No, when the enemy comes against you, comma. Like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against the enemy. It doesn't matter what's flying at you. The arrow by day. Hallelujah. Anything coming at you by night, God will take care of his people. Glory, hallelujah. Come on, help me plead the blood. Help me plead the blood. Satan, the blood is against you. You can't have my wife. You can't have my children. You can't have my legacy. You can't have my stuff. God is going to take care of me. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. God said, when I see the blood, I'm coming through the land. But when I see the blood, I'll pass over you. Glory to God. Thank you for the blood. Thank you, Jesus. We're still standing under the blood. So let him sign his name in your future. Even now, Jehovah. I see him writing it. Jehovah. Rapha. Glory to God. For those of you in your future that need healing, Rapha is signing his name. For those of you that need a banner, hallelujah, Jehovah. Nisi, your identity is secure. Glory, hallelujah. For those of you that need provision, El Shaddai is written in your future. He is the God that's more than enough. Glory to God. Thank you, God. 
For those of you that need a shepherd that you shall not want. Jehovah Rohi is in your future. Hallelujah. And for those of you that don't have any peace, glory to God. Jehovah Shalom is written in your future. Glory, hallelujah. And the Lord of hosts will do battle for us. Behold his mighty hand. Whoo, I love when Moses said that he saw an army coming after him and a red sea is before him. And he said, God, what can we do? God said, what do you have in your hand? I have a rod. Stretch out the rod over the sea, glory to God. And I will open it up and I'll cast darkness on the Egyptian army and give light as you pass through. And then I'm going to cover you as you go through the waters. Glory to God. Moses turned to the group and said, don't worry about this army because there's some enemies you will see no more. The Lord of hosts will do battle for us. Behold his mighty hand. Even now I see him stretching it out over you and your family. God is going to turn things around. Hallelujah. God is going to turn things around. I confirm you in the spirit. You are not left alone. God is going to turn it around. Glory to God. Let me help you today. You're going to see it turn. Today you're going to see it turn. Today you're going to see it turn. Glory to God. Glory to God. You will remember this day. Uh, the ninth day of August. It's turning in your good. Glory to God. Thank you Jesus. Hallelujah. Blessed be his name. Come on help me praise the Lord. Things are turning for God's people. It's turning for you right now. It's turning for you right now. Glory to God. It's turning for you. Hallelujah. Not only is he encouraging you and confirming you, but he's supporting you. Support is here. Glory to God. You don't have to lean on a crutch. God says you're going to get your back up off the wall. Get your back up off the wall. The wall shouldn't be holding you up. You, he gave you a spine and gave you muscles. You can grow and you can stand on your own. God is going to help you by supporting you. Which means he's going to stand with you and he's going to bolster you. Thank you, Jesus. Here's number four. He's going to uphold you through this message. He's going to uphold you. In other words, he's your defender. He's your defender. And many of us need a defense attorney. If you got the right defender, there's some things you don't even have to go to court over. They'll get it thrown out. And because Jesus is our defender, there's some things the enemy can't even bring a charge against you with. It's God that justifies. You may have done it, but he can't even bring it against you because you brought it to Jesus. You told him about your trouble. He will hear your faintest cry. He will answer by and by. And God is turning it around for you. He is your defender. Thank you, Jesus. And then last but not least, he is my sustainer. He will sustain his people. Thank you, God. 
He will sustain us. He's an enduring God. Thank you, Jesus. Which means you will outlast your trial. You're going to live to see this thing come to its end. It will not take you out. You shall live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. The sustaining power of the Holy Ghost is working with you. You will endure. I decree and declare divine endurance to outlive your issue. Say it with me. I can't die now. There's too much life in me. There's too much life. There's too much potential. There's too much destiny in me. I'm affirming the people of God in the name of Jesus. Write it down. Affirmation. Affirmation means love supplied effectively. Write it down. It means love applied effectively. We're not going to waste love. It's going to be applied effectively. I want you to see yourself walking into a garden and you have water here. You got water right here. You're walking into a garden, right? And you want to make sure the water gets on the plants. You're not going to leak it on your way. What you're going to do is make sure that it has everything it needs. Where you at? Where you at? Where you at? Ushers. Where you at? So we want to make sure we got everything we need to make sure we water the plants right around us. And so you want to make sure that you apply the love effectively. Y'all understand that? And so you want to make sure you pour water on it. You got to get the water on where it's needed. And affirmation is no good if you're just throwing it out anywhere or you're wasting time. We got to make sure it's done effectively. Y'all following me? So we want to make sure everything we need, God's got. And everything we need, we can handle. And everything you need, God's going to take care of. it. Y'all follow me? Glory to God. And so we want to apply love effectively. Thank you, God. The most terrible poverty is loneliness. Because loneliness not only saps moisture out of you, it will dry up your bones. It will dry up your bones. It'll make you very brittle. And the feeling of being unloved takes you to that state. That's why God is sending the water of affirmation. Y'all understand me? The water of affirmation is here and you need to receive it. Let's go a little deeper. Truth about God. No, what, no matter what happens in life, no matter what you do, no matter what's going on, what others may say about you, God loves you. Now, you got to get this in your soul. No matter what you do, what happens in your life, no matter how many times you got to get rebuked, whatever you need to know that God loves you. It's absolutely true. It's absolutely true. And there, this will never change no matter what happens. And you got to be able to say God loves me. So practice it right now. Amen. God loves me. Even when he chastises me, he loves me. Okay, how many of you had to chastise your kids and you love them anyway? I, I told you to stop. You know I love you. 
You can chastise and still love because the Bible says if you love, uh, you will use the rod. Doesn't mean you always have to beat with a switch now, okay? Doesn't mean you have to beat with a belt, but you will discipline if you love. You discipline, that's what it means. Spell the rod, you don't beat your kid with rods. It means dispatter the discipline and you'll spoil the child. Now some of them may need it, but they don't need it every day. That's abuse. Lazy parents that beat with rods, making people afraid, making their kids afraid of them. They should be able to come to you. Say this, I am loved. Say this, God loves me. Now you say that a thousand times and after a while it'll sink in you. I am loved and God loves me. I am loved and God loves me. I am loved. That's three times, right? I got 997 more times. And you need to say it a thousand times. I am loved and God loves me. I am loved and God loves me. That's five. I got 995 more times to say it. I am loved and God loves me. 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 I still got 990 more times. After a while, if you keep saying that, it's going to sink in you. And once it sinks in you, the devil can't tell you God hates you. Because you have affirmed it in your soul. A man that's named Panton, uh, a Jamaican male here in the city when I first came here, uh, he fell in love with me. And uh, when we moved into our home, he knocked on the door one day with a, a gift. I didn't know the man, and uh, I had never seen him before, but he brought us a door um, bell and uh, something for the shower. And he said, uh, young man, uh, very heavy Jamaican accent, your man, your man. And I had to, you know, I was like, what did you say? He's like, your man, almost uh, 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 Jabba man. I said, sir, <laughs> I don't understand what you're saying. He said, okay. I said, you can't speak patois with me. Just talk to me English. I pulled him in out. He said, listen, young man, since this house was being built, I visited the foundation. And I didn't understand why until you moved in it. Because God had me come in here to pray. And I believe he did it for you. And this is the message he told me to tell you. Don't turn back. Very simple, right? Well, anyway, three years later, I was uh, renewing the vows of one of his friends in their home. And he came into, their, into that uh, renewing of the vows. Fifty some odd years they renewed their vows. And I sat there at the countertop and he said to me, do you remember what I told you? I said, yes, sir. And he says, well, I need to tell you again, don't turn back, man. So I said, yes, sir. So he said it the second time, the third time, the 50th time, the 65th time, the 90th time. So I sat down after 90 times of saying it. And in my mind, I was like, well, I got it, right? The 125th time. The 300th time. An hour passed. The 500 times. Two hours passed. 
750 times. Two hours and 40 minutes passed. So I begin to say to God, am I that thick skin that you would hoist this elderly man to say the same thing to me 800, 900 times, a thousand times, three hours and 10 minutes, the same message. I started to cry, God, I got it now. I won't turn back. And I've had some good days and I've had some hills to come. I've had some weary days and some sleepless nights. But guess what comes to my mind when I think about it? Don't you turn back, man. And I found out that there's a power of affirmation. There's a power, glory to God, of prophetic affirmation. When you hear it over and over and over and over and over again. And you don't get lazy with it. And don't allow your ear to become dull. Or get even distracted with anything. And you allow God to speak to you. You won't waste the effectiveness. It took a thousand times before I got it. I didn't know that my tank needed to be filled to that degree. He was fueling me for the pandemic. He was fueling me for the pandemic. Don't turn back. There's some people that I want you to reach that you would not reach if everything was going well. But because I shut it all down, they have no other hope. And I need you to stay focused. Don't you turn back. Don't you turn back, man. God will beat you, man. Don't you turn back. Keep your eyes on Jesus, man. Don't you turn back, man. Don't. I got it, Panton. No, you don't. Don't turn back, man. Don't you turn back, man. Don't you turn back, man. Don't you turn back. I was visiting the sick in the hospital. They said Panton is in the hospital. I went to his room. He got out of the bed, all frail. Got out of the bed and stood up. I said, you don't have to do that. No, God told me to tell you, don't turn back. I said, I got it, man. Get in the bed. God, you want me to get it to that degree? And some of us haven't got it yet. That's why he's sending a word. It may be repetitive to you, but don't turn back. Keep affirming yourself in the Lord. When others can't do it, you need prophetic affirmation. Don't waste the love. It's applied effectively. That's affirmation. Love applied effectively. Thank you, Jesus. If you need some food and I give you a coat, I didn't apply love effectively. If you need food, I need to give you food. Then the love is applied according to your need. The word prophetic means a divine message. When you affirm yourself, when you affirm yourself based on a divine message from God. A word prophetic means a divine message. And when you're given a word from the Lord, you're rehearsing that divine message from the Lord in your life. Words that agree with what God is saying in his word. The Bible says 
In the book of 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 16, all scripture is given by God and is profitable. The Bible was given to us by the inspiration from God. By the inspiration of God, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine. And so you can take a word and rehearse it. It becomes a prophetic glory to God, message from God that you keep saying until your reality changes. For instance, God tells us he loves us like I told you I love God. God loves me and I love God. You keep saying that a thousand times, it'll get in your spirit. And when God don't love me comes to your mind, you will be able to kick it out. He loves me beyond what I go through. He loves me beyond unconditional or conditional. He loves me beyond what people say or think. We are truly loved. Can the church say amen? No matter what happens in life, no matter what you do, no matter what others may say about you, God loves you. I want to read something in your hearing. We're about to wind this down. Romans chapter 8, God has already said what he needed to say. Romans chapter 8 and verse 35, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Hallelujah. Shall tribulation, shall distress, or persecution, or famine, or even nakedness, or peril or sword. As it is written for my sake, we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded. Here's a, a uh, legal term. I am persuaded. This is the kind of language that they say or use while in the court system. In other words, Paul said, I've weighed all sides. I looked at my circumstance and I know who Jesus is and I am persuaded. I know what I feel. I know what it feels like to be lonely and discouraged. But I also know what his word says and I have a revelation from God. I am persuaded that neither death, hallelujah, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities and powers, nor things present or things to come. Hallelujah. Nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Jesus Christ or Christ Jesus, our Lord. And so sometimes to make you win, God has to veil your future. To make you win, he has to put a veil so you can't see your future because most of us couldn't handle the future. If I knew that my parent, one of my parents would die on this particular day, I would have tried to stop it. So he veiled it that I couldn't see. That's why he says, when we look at our future, we see through a glass dimly. But one day we'll be able to see it as it is. Glory to God. And so if he veils your future, he's showing you mercy. Glory to God. If he unveils your future, he's speaking to you prophetically. Prophetic affirmations. Glory to God. He's unveiling your future by telling you what he said. I love you. God. Height nor depth. 
glory to God. Any other creature can separate you from my love in your future. So start speaking it and you'll see it in the future. Ooh, Jesus. Glory to God. If he showed you how to deal with your future practically, he's giving you a word of wisdom. And if he tells you about something that happened to you in your youth up until your present, he's giving you a word of knowledge. And if he unveils your future, he's speaking to you prophetically. Whatever he does, take the prophetic affirmation and rehearse it out loud. And God will seal your heart and guard it until the day of redemption. Glory to God. In it, you can combat any negative thinking and God will give you a victorious outcome. Let it be written and let it be done. Father, I give you praise for this message. I thank you for the divine release from the throne. As I spend time with you, you infuse me. You infuse me with wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of your word. And I'm so happy. I pray now prophetically that you would touch every soul, every heart in the name of the Lord Jesus under the sound of my voice. That every man or woman under my, under my uh, voice pitch, Father, would be affirmed prophetically. That any, any nonverbal of the enemy, anything that the enemy comes against us with, Father, the Spirit of the Lord will, will raise up a standard against him like a flood. I thank you for touching the hearts of your people, transforming us into the very image of your son. Let it be so in the name of Jesus. Let it be so in Jesus' name. And so, Father, I thank you for that. I thank you for doing what only you can do in us. Have your way in every heart today. You spoke to my heart to affirm your people. And even as David was able to encourage himself, but he was able to draw from previous acts of God. You brought me out of it when I was a child. You took care of me when the spear and javelin was thrown at me. You gave me the ability to overcome all odds. You helped me when the bear and the lion came against me and you gave me victory. I'm sure I can recover all today. So, Father, I bless your people everywhere for those who may not know or may not feel like you're near. Reach out and touch. And, God, we will give you the praise for that. As you touch us, we will be filled. As you touch us, peace will flood our souls. As you touch us, we will be healed. And praise your name forevermore. I bless you, O oh God. I thank you, God. Holy Spirit, wrap your wings around your people. Comfort every soul and heart. God, I praise you for comforting every soul and heart. In the matchless name of Jesus. Amen. It has been a real joy to share the word of God with you. A special thank you to those who care for this ministry. No amount of financial support is too small. It is because of you this ministry is possible. To support us, go to our website at truthrevealed.org. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe and share with friends. Be sure to tag us when you share at Trim Nation One. Thanks again for listening. And until next time, 
I'll see you at the Word of Truth Revealed.